Welcome. This is an impromptu invitation. I called it breaking news, but I just had to come and talk to you about it. So here's your intro. Get ready. I got the soapbox out. Get ready to stretch your imagination. Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. Answer me this. How does a Baptist farm girl from Oregon stumble upon the mystical nature of Christ, the love of God? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest on a mystical journey. But before we talk about the spiritual woo-woo, you need to know I am totally sold out to Jesus. It's amazing what the love of God reveals. Sometimes you just... Oh have to ask yourself some really good questions, right? (laughs) Breaking news. Uh, Here I was. Okay. Off the cuff. (sighs) Breathe in, breathe out. Why is this important? (laughs) Here I thought I was all caught up for the week, walking on the water and waving the flag of rocking it, because I published this week's episode on Tuesday. Ah, yay, I've arrived. The weekend is mine. (laughs) But then this nagging of the Holy Ghost feeling just wouldn't leave me alone. Now, I don't ever want Holy Spirit to leave me alone. You know what I mean? Amen. But this feeling, this prompting, so here I am, off the cuff. We're going to have another sit down and talk about this. For the last two weeks, I've opened up the thought, the questions, just to expand. How vast are the sum of your thoughts, oh God? And how much are we really engaging those thoughts? Both episode 120 and 120. 121, we highlighted the subject matters of meditation, levitation, and trans relocations. Ooh, yeah, breaking news update. We're going to talk about it again. So in the show notes from those episodes are bountifully filled with scriptures and goodies. And oh, by the way, I'm not going to be editing this. Editating. Oh, that is a word. See? That's okay. We can do this. We can do this. (laughs) So let's purpose ourselves this question that Holy Spirit is asking us today. Okay? He's asking me. I'm opening my mouth. Here we are. Why is this important? Why is meditation important? Why is levitation important? And why is trans relocation important? Why? Yes. We're listening. 
But let's start on the backside of the question first, okay? I like to... Let's head to the cons, not the pros, right? So meditation, a devotion exercise, or leading to a place of contemplation. Well, what is the result when a person isn't meditating or contemplating the goodness of God? You tell me. What's the results if those things aren't happening? Disconnect? Misinformation? Distance? Dislocation? Yeah, you're just, you're distance. It's like if Don and I in the house weren't talking, right? We just come and go, do our day, we're not talking. Then what happens all of a sudden, obviously you feel disconnected and your brain starts working here and there's misinformation because there's no information, right? And you're not communicating. So there's assumptions, right? Uh-huh. So I'm going to use my own experience that I shared in the episode that Holy Spirit highlighted to me that it it feels like a firefly. Remember that? I think it was in episode 120. And their glow, the glow of the firefly, comes from an organ that's called a lantern. (laughs) Okay. And inside the organ, oxygen interacts with a small energy-packed molecule called luciferin. Some scientists believe that fireflies create their pulsing patterns by regulating the flow of air. So that's when I went, aha, I'm getting this. I absolutely love the science of heaven. I understood what Holy Spirit was saying to me. He says, pay attention to this. The movement of our breath in contemplation. What happens if it's just like the fireflies and the energy in the light goes, okay, I just want you to think about it. So, listen, I'm going to tell you a story. What would happen if you and a friend, you took a walk in the Midwestern woods just before dusk? You and your friend, you were sharing about your day, enjoying being together, and having some well-deserved downtime. The light of the sun begins to kiss the forest with the slightest of silhouette. Things begin to hide in the nature, right? The trees begin to hide in the lesser light. Colors shy and soften and fade. I love silhouettes. Your friend tells you a funny story that happened to him at work this week, and you are both just laughing, almost to peeing your pants, right? Then out of the corner of your eye, a light twinkles once and once again. And the fireflies have begun their pulsating call. They breathe in and out, 
to sing a song, an electric sound of love, calling to their lover. And then you point over there and say to your friend, look, look, the fireflies are out, look. And what would happen if your friend couldn't see the fireflies? Well, you'd both wait and watch. And all of a sudden you saw a concert of light begin to fill the underbrush. One here, another one there. And you say, there, there, did you see it? And your friend, looking in the same direction, says, No, no, no where? where? Where is it? No, I can't see a thing. Meditation is a devotion exercise leading in contemplation. What is the result when a person isn't meditating or contemplating in the goodness of God? They can't see or perceive the goodness of God. You tell me, right? They feel disconnected. There's misinformation, distance, and dislocation. They can't see the fireflies. They can't join you in the relationship of seeing the fireflies in the forest. Let's go to the back side of another question. Levitation, the act of rising or causing something to rise and hover in the air, typically by means of supernatural powers, right? You think? <laughs> you think? Now, did you look up in, in my show notes the different saints that I highlighted that, that this was a supernatural experience that people witnessed they just lifted off the ground because they were so full of the goodness of God right so most referred to in scripture I left you the scriptures is the wording spirit lifted so we will acknowledge both the literal the levitating and your body literally rising up and then we're going to acknowledge the spiritual, your body in the spirit, rising, moving, free from the body. You might say free for the body. Well, let's jump over to Hebrews 4.12, okay? For the word of God is living and active. I'm going to say that again. The word of God is living and active, and it's sharper than a double-edged sword, and it pierces even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and tensions of the heart. That's the Berean study Bible. But let's, I'm going to share it from the mirror. Hebrews 4.12. The message God spoke to us in Christ is the most life-giving and dynamic influence in us. Cutting like a surgeon's scalpel, sharper than a soldier's sword, piercing to the deepest core of human consciousness. To the spirit, right to the spirit. 
And in this way, a person's spirit is freed to become the ruling influence again in the thoughts and the attentions of their heart. The scrutiny of this living sword, the logos, detects every possible disease, discerning the body's deepest secrets where joint and bone marrow meet. That message of God, that life-giving and dynamic influence in us cuts and is sharper and pierces deep into the core of human consciousness, dividing soul and spirit. The lifting up of your spirit, free from the body, able to move. What is the results when a person isn't spirit lifted or levitating into and with the goodness of God? Are they seated in their understanding in heavenly places? Can they encounter and see the Lord high and lifted up? Can they step through the veil of his torn flesh? <laughs> I got you thinking. Another backside of the question. Why is this so important? Trans relocation. The movement of something from one place to another and by location. It's the phenomenon in which a servant of God is in one place at a given time and at the same moment by a mysterious presence is in another place a distance away where impartial witnesses hear him, speak to him, and they move in normal fashion. So I shared with you, I had a list of testimonies from my journals, but I didn't really go into them. Maybe that's something that Holy Spirit said, hello, open your mouth. I listed 12 times that I've been translated in a healing ministry. And I, I'm going to share, I just went back and grabbed a couple of their testimonies. But what would happen if I didn't avail myself to being used by the Lord in this way, what would happen? What about Bruce, who was attempting to commit suicide and hang himself on a tree? What about Angelina, who was giving birth to Lucas, her son, but she was all by herself? And what about that darling little Asian girl who her parents have rushed her to the hospital who had severely burned her hands and forearms? And what about Jimmy, who was working on the farm and he was out, he was laying under the tractor implement and he was working on, uh, it was the implement that rototills and he was working on the tines and the tractor at fell on him, stabbing him through the chest. Those are just a few. What about them? What would happen to them if I didn't avail myself to being used by the Lord in this way? What would happen to them? Now I've got names to them. 
Why is this important? John 14, 12. I want you to be fully convinced about this. Anyone whose belief concludes in who I am will also do the works that I do. And because of my relocation to continue to be face-to-face with my Father, my works will be greatly multiplied through you. The Father is as present in you as he is in me. Let me ask you the question again. Why is Holy Spirit telling us that this is so important? Because we are the answers for the cry of help. Accidents and traumas, they happen. Yes, angels, beings, and creation can assist us. What are the words of any individual in a tragic moment of pain? Help me, God. No matter what foxhole you may have jumped in, it is an instinctiveness to cry out to God. Hmm. Now, I have only highlighted trans relocation from a ministry aspect. Let's keep thinking here. Just this morning, I was hanging out with the Lord in meditation. Imagine my spirit is free from my body, not separate from it, free to move. I was relaxing and tuning into the frequency and the sound of creation. And just a thought here. Let's let's allow ourselves to think. Creation isn't the beginning. Imagine other dimensions that aren't governed by the same laws of nature we are used to. Ah, blow your mind. Imagine that. Come on, let's think here. That that space and the darkness in God, the limitless energy source that he told Adam to be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth. Our same commission. He told mankind to be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth. So my suggestion is we need to be on a first-name basis with it, with that limitless energy source in God, familiar with inside of him. It's like we need to be familiar with his paint supplies that he created the canvas of creation. So this morning, ah, it was the coolest thing. I was in the space of God. In the space of God. And I saw two sentient beings, and they were holding the spectrum of light across, like if you could hold uh, a 
a piece of music and here's the G clef and it's strung across and all the notes are, are of the sound of the frequency and it was this limited expanse, the spectrum of light. I went, oh my goodness, what happens if we can begin to start to encounter the other spectrums of light, the ones that aren't seen by the natural eye, but they're seen by the spirit. And what would happen if you could encounter the subatomic realm? What would that do? What, what could you heal? What could you change? What could you restore? Because you were willing to avail yourself to the Lord to be used, if you want to use that word, if you were willing, if you surrendered your spirit and said, Lord, what would you like to show me today? What shall we experience today in you? What can I learn about you and about creation? What will we learn and what will my learnings, what will they change? What will they restore? Who will they encourage? Who will they touch? How will it encourage me and touch me? <laughs> and why is this so important? <laughs> I came and I talked to you and now, yes, remember, I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to leave it. There it is. No fluff, no pomp and circumstance. <laughs> just hit the publish button and say, why is this so important? Because Holy Spirit wants to have this conversation with us and teach us and show us. And lead us and guide us and energize us. The living light source, life light source, become familiar with it. Okay. <laughs> if you have more really great questions to ask, you can do it in the comments. <laughs> oh, I had fun. I feel better now. Yay. Holy Spirit, I did it. I opened my mouth again. <laughs> oh, now I can just hit the weekend and say, hey. But, okay, before I go, when you open your mouth, I've shared this before, it opens a door. It, it, it opens like, Okay, here's here's my understanding. I've opened the door. The frequency and the sound goes out. It fills the room, fills the location in, wh in which you are in, and it just it it raises your experience level. It raises you to know, to see, to hear, to feel, to experience, to ask a question. Simple as like, go ask Jesus. Ask him, what does this mean to me? 
how does this apply to my life practical? And did you catch the the end of um, episode 121? Did you catch the end? The evidence, the evidence, the cha-ching, yeah. Those things just encourage the socks off of me. (laughs) And it happens again and again and again. And I just love how he draws us to himself in goodness. And then I feel very much like the firefly. Maybe that's why I opened my mouth. I feel very much like the firefly. I'm breathing in and breathing out and pulsating the sound and the energy to my lover. And he is doing the same back. And it's this gorgeous dance just like the fireflies. Do me a favor. If you live where they have fireflies, (laughs) leave me a comment, snap me a picture, and send it to me. Attach it in the comments. We don't have fireflies here in Oregon. That would bless me. Okay. I'm done. Dash is snoring in the background. (laughs) You have a wonderful, wonderful day. A blessed weekend. Go ask some really good questions. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye now. Now, I'd say that was way too much fun. Agreed? (laughs) Agreed. So much fun. Thank you so much for spending this time, this impromptu news update time. Because it's important that we talk. It's important that we unpack these questions. It's important that we talk about these subject matters that, oh, you just don't talk about every day, right? It's time to get familiar with them. Amen? Okay, well, this is like the second goodbye. Isn't this that like what uncles and aunts and neighbors do? They have more than one goodbye. (laughs) Okay, I love you lots. Hey, make sure that you send this episode to somebody that would be totally Okay, now this is my second goodbye. I will see you next week. (laughs) Bye now.